I'm going to be fully honest with you. I have yet to watch Bel Air. I watched right. it. Well, we're not I've talking about it, it this week. This. Have you been watching it? Yeah. Not bad, eh? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, really? exactly. You, you guys watched yeah. the OC? You, did, you guys, did you ever watch the OC? No. OC? What's OC? You're, you're, it's like a girly show, right? But this is like a okay, much okay. cooler, like... Oh, okay. yeah. You're, so losing, cool. you're losing your man card. One of the characters from the OC <laughs> married that quarterback. And they got their I own show. No, I have I no idea. That. I just, I, I think I'm just, this, that's the vibe of the show I get. This rings a bell. Because I remember we were watching... Uh, this guy... Who was the quarterback on the uh, Chicago Bears when they were good? Cutler? Jay Cutler. No, I know. Okay. So okay. Jay Cutler... Married this chick. Was that, was the OC a reality show? No, it was like a... Oh, then I have no idea what I'm talking about. Never like mind. all the girls in university would watch it. That's all I remember. So that's how you got in with them, eh? <laughs> that was your in? <laughs> hey, it's Are a good you... thing your wife doesn't listen to the podcast. All the time, man. <laughs> Anyways. What's crazy, what's crazy, though, she actually asked me to... Uh, she's did think her and her friends want to make a podcast. And I'm like, clearly they're not listening to the production value of our podcast because... Buddy, are you kidding me? Our production quality is on point. Look at my camera. Now we got camera. video. Listen, look at my camera. It took us three weeks to get you from calling us on a satellite phone from India. No, I got this a studio. Is... I'm good, man. I'm getting there. Don't worry. I swear to Next God, week, you're ready to like do a full-on interview. Yo, you... literally, I was about, I was about to guy... order. You know, the, Yo. you, know the, uh, you know the sound panels yeah. on Amazon? It's like 60 of them. I was about to get them just plaster and make oh, it look man. all proper. You got a friggin' proper fade for this thing? This That's dedication. This is, this is work. This guy went got a fade. He's like on just, point. Just for the just for the podcast. Bought a webcam, put it on a bit of an angles, picked his good side. Yeah, it's weird because you're not even looking at us. It's I'm like looking at, I'm looking up. The I'm, I'm like an unwanted lover. Look me in the eye, Robbie. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. Oh, that Ferrari. That was Ferrari. <laughs> oh, yo, the Netflix shows out too. The F1. I heard. Uh, oh, I, didn't even, I haven't watched it yet. I gotta get on that. So much TV, man. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. It's about nothing. I just want these guys to know you got another thing coming, bitch. I'm still around. Anyways, my name is Shinda Singh. I'm joined today by... So yeah, we're doing intros? Someone told me. I got feedback. I've been getting feedback. You guys don't get feedback? Seriously, from our, our two listeners, thank you. I, I, I'm going to thank They're them. like, look, man, your show is great. Introduce who you guys are, because I, I don't know. I'm like, I've never right. really done introductions. Yeah. And I'm if like, no, if they know us enough, they'll know, right? That's no, no, let's do it. Let's do it. I, I want to introduce us. I want to know how you would introduce us. How do I introduce yeah, Let me well, hear, let me hear Shinda. Shinda. I'm the illustrious and noble Shinda, the most honorable man on the show. Uh, top right corner. Wow. We're on video now. You know that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Joined by uh, the ever-balding Ranjit. What? <laughs> and uh, Mr. Fresh Fade over here. I still got a full head of Fresh hair. Fade. Fresh Fade. I got a full head of hair. Doctor. I don't know what name you want me to give you for you. Because you're the one who's... Just Rob or Rod, just fine. You don't, All right, I don't know why you the doctor thing there. <laughs> just to put a bit of an elitist curve to it. And that way, when you say something hey, like... Hold on, you didn't call Ranji Esquire. You should have said something Esquire. No, no, uh, lawyers don't do the douchebag shit that you sure? uh, yeah. doctors do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Except by Rolexes and 
expensive suits. But doctors do that too, but they also make sure everybody knows they're doctors. So yeah, man. We're the three stooges and we're here for your entertainment as we navigate. Is that, is, is that the name of the podcast now? The, the three, three stooges? stooges? No, I thought it was most of politics. I, that's what I was going for. I think you should put it out there, see what people think. Yeah, so we're thinking about changing the name of the podcast from Much Ado About Nothing to Samosa Politics. We're going to take it back. Can we do? Yeah, we'll do a Twitter poll maybe this week. I mean, no one really pays attention to our Twitter. <laughs> we got like 200 <laughs> people on our it. Three, guy. Our three, hey, our three listeners are important, okay? You know how bad, how down we are? The only people who re- retweet our tweets about new episodes are me and Ranji. Rob, Dr. Rob over here, has yet to Basically. like or acknowledge the Twitter even exists. Or he doesn't even listen to the episodes after. <laughs> I, actually, I, I, I think I'd listen to the last one for the for the audio just to make sure it was just fine. to see what his audio was like. Not even what we talked yeah. about. Yeah. So uh, no, one of the reasons we want to go for a name change is just SEO. Really, much ado about nothing. So many different podcasts pop up. It's hard to find us. I feel like Samosa Politics. We're taking it back from that friggin' CBC guy. From Terry. Terry, you know the Terry. great. The whole Terry is Ned Flanders thing is the every time I think Terry now I think Ned Flanders like that's the face that comes to mind. Someone made a meme account during the whole Terry versus Six thing where it was like Ned Flanders and then like Terry M. I was like this is the greatest thing ever. So Samosa politics is up in the up in the air. Three Stooges I guarantee you someone already has that podcast name. That, yeah, that must be out there. That seems pretty cool. So if you guys have any thoughts on, on us changing our name or do we just keep it much ado about nothing and just accept that that's who we are. And we're going to own this uh, brand and try to make it the number one Much Ado About Nothing podcast out there. Uh, let us know. But anyways, man, what you guys been up to? This and what's, is, uh, just, what's going on in the world? Well, this is a big week for us. We want to say we, we're doing video for the first time. Shinda is telling us that uh, he's going to put the video up. We always record with, you know, webcams and all that. I mean, but... look, do you guys even know that we have an actual YouTube channel that's up and running? You did not know that, did you? We have 14 subscribers, and I bet you neither of you were subscribed to it. I'm subscribed. I've subscribed to it. All right, bless. I have not. <laughs> look, look, my camera's flickering. I'm not the most. Uh, You're not the most video conscious. Video, yeah, yeah. And, and I uh, didn't realize we were doing video today. Luckily, my office was nice and clean, kind of. So, so we're doing video, and we have a guest who's having a hard time joining. So while me and uh, Robbie carry the show, Shinda, why don't you look at my comments? Thank you. Why can't Daddy join? <laughs> Is he doing audio only? Uh, he's trying to get in, um, but he can't scroll down in uh, in Discord past AFK. Nothing shows up. He uh, sent me a video of his screen. You probably Does haven't he... given him access. That's why. Does he see Yo? Tell him to jump in Yo. I'll drag him in. Okay. Done. Um... So should we talk about what's going on in the world first before we bring him in? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Go for it. All right, just tell him to hang out in Yo, and then I'll drag him down once we're ready. The waiting room. Uh, so, yeah. Oh. The world is oh, at this war. Got awkward. This got Mother awkward. Russia. Why did it get awkward? Putin jut. Putin, Putin jut. jut. All right, so, yo, can someone explain why Ukraine and uh, Russia are beefing? Uh, that's complicated. I mean, does anyone have an opinion on it, or...? I do, but my opinion is based on what our guest is going to say. So I'm going to kind of leave it at him. I actually work in a place where we have Ukrainians and Russians working side by side, and they uh, yeah, that yeah, must yeah. be interesting always... right now. I'm yeah, gonna... yeah, uh, now especially. I'm gonna drag everybody so... in, but I'm gonna have him muted so he can hear our conversation, but can't participate until we unmute it. Right. Sounds good. So my, um, I think my opinion of it is kind of that uh, 
I think it's more based on NATO. Hold I don't on. know if I, I I'm asking your opinion. I asked why are they beefing? Because I have no idea. Who I'm, knows? Nobody how, fucking knows. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's I'm assuming it's NATO because I know they wanted to join NATO what in the summer. So that's my impression and, is that this is it's all... a big it's it's a big game of risk, right? So putting mm-hmm. your troops and and what you want in pipelines. I don't know. And who knows? That was my understanding is Russia wasn't down with Ukraine joining NATO because they don't want NATO at its borders like that. They want kind of a buffer around them. Yeah, and... well, NATO had NATO had joined, right? So NATO was planning. Uh, or, sorry, yeah. Ukraine had joined, and then I think this summer that just passed, they had acknowledged with this new government they're a bit pro West, so they were they were pulling on joining NATO and leaning towards more to the European Union. Um, mm-hmm. Not sure why that calls for an invasion, uh, but yeah, that's that's I, I would think the reasoning. He's kind of done this before, uh, like I think, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was 2014, but before yeah. that, uh, I think this is like second or third invasion of a country since like fucking 98 or something like that. I'm I'm obviously a professional geopolitical expert now because I've been on 24 hours on uh, on Twitter and just watching everything. So, um, so the last six years, hold on, or, Fox News or CNN. Uh, no, 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 just just Twitter. Twitter? Just, just Twitter. Twitter. Just Twitter. I'm, so I'm biased. I'm sitting in my echo chamber of uh, so you got know, an NBA Ukraine in, good, uh, Ukraine good, and Russia bad. I ain't going to lie. I watched Fox News last night for them to bl- just listen to them blame Biden for everything was hilarious. Oh, he is fucking horrible. I was yeah, listening. Putin, well, Putin could do no wrong, right? They're like, oh, it's all Biden's fault. So yeah. I, try to keep my, uh, I try to keep my accounts balanced. So I have a lot of like hard right wing conservatives that I follow. Not like the crazy, crazy guys, just like enough to under- get a glimpse of the crazy chamber. And then I have like the hard lefties that I get a glimpse of the hard left crazy chamber. And then I just have my chamber of complete nonsense in between. Uh, one thing that I heard that kind of made me laugh is the hard right was uh, Trump went up to Putin. Putin. Jagmeet actually tweeted he called him Putin. He spelled it out Putin. And people were calling him out. He, he got shit on for that. Yeah. yeah. His hop so, seems really fucked up. Yeah. So Putin, uh, the hard right was like, Trump went up to Putin in their first meeting and he said, you better not fuck with America while I'm president. And he said, they, he said the same thing to the Chinese president. Look, they didn't fuck with him. So I don't know how much that's true, but the fact that they think that's true is amazing to me because I don't believe that to be true. He couldn't get I, I a sentence done in any of his. <laughs> you think I don't he's crazy know. enough to go up to Putin and tell him to like, well, I thought I, I mean, thought the Russians had something on him. Wasn't that the whole thing? That... I thought he was working for the Russians because they have. Like, so it looked like it. Yeah. It looked like it. But I mean, to be fair, maybe he was just showed you know strong force to start, and then you know Putin and Russia was nice to him. Same with uh, North Korea. So fuck, maybe you know the left wing media is always going to say, "Oh no, he's he's pandering to them. That's why you know they're being nice and playing nice." Um, and they want him to be in power because he's such a puppet, blah, blah, blah. But maybe it was his tough guy act at the start that did the trick because they, they might think this guy's a nut job and he might actually press the big red button. So we, you know this how, is not the guy uh, to play politics with because he doesn't fucking understand it, right? Well, there's also that thing. Remember, I don't know if you guys uh, Ice Cube in that one movie. I'm going to keep saying references that I can't freaking actually finish because my brain's just fried right now. Um, but even in Fresh Prince... When Will Smith's like, look, if you go up to the bully and you got to just act crazy and they're not going to oh, fuck yeah. with you, maybe that was Trump. They they didn't know if he was acting crazy or if he was legit crazy. That they're like, look, if we step on this guy's toe, he might like launch nukes at us. Let's just leave him alone. We don't know where the fuck his head's at. But it's um, crazy. I mean, we're, we're only getting like really one perspective, right? It's like what we all think or the Western perspective. I think the guest here is going to talk about the Russian perspective. Is that the 
Is that the kind of thought oh, I, process? That's all I've been hearing at work uh, at the so, office. So I definitely, he'll definitely bring a fresh perspective that we don't see. Because in Canada, like, let's be fair, uh, the Conservative Party, Liberal Party, and the NDP, they're all basically saying the same thing. Support Ukraine, maybe hold signs. And that's about it. Like everybody has a pretty shitty foreign policy with these like jerk off uh, sanctions that don't actually do shit. Um, the sanction thing is kind of interesting because one, I don't understand. Like, the, I'm not an economist, so when they say sanctions, I'm just like, so they're gonna stop their money. So I understand there's this thing called SWIFT. I don't even know what SWIFT, Swift means, but they are it's also the, it's it's the way essentially it's the way money moves around. Okay, right? so they're just so like we're between not going to between countries. Currencies. Yeah, so if they don't let them use a SWIFT system, then they can't. Uh, finish their contracts for oil and gas I mean, right because just... there's no such thing that bitcoin these days right no but then they also said the whole thing of and this is someone sent me a link there and this is my life and they're like yo if you want a better understanding read this economist he's a great read puts a lot of stuff out and he wrote he's like these sanctions don't mean shit um because they exempt oil and energy which is russia's major export or whatever with a lot of the with the US and stuff. So they're like, this is going to annoy Russia, but it's not going to hurt them. And yeah. so I was like, well, then what's the point of sanctions if you're not going to fully? And they're like, because countries really don't know how they want to approach this because NATO itself doesn't isn't really ready for war because Russia, remember Putin said, like, if you guys fuck with me, I got a friggin' nuke and I'm ready to use it. That's fucking badass. And but, he straight uh, up said be- that in a press conference. Like, what the fuck? You can do whatever the fuck he wants. But before we uh, get our guests yeah. on, for the three of us, Team Russia, Team Ukraine, Robbie, go. <laughs> what, we're picking teams? Yeah, yeah, right now, let's go. Hey, on the spot, gun to the head. Uh, Ukraine. Shinde? I gotta go Ukraine, man. Yellow, blue, they seem like they're the underdog here. Yeah, I'm fucking going with Ukraine too, especially the way their uh, fucking politicians Hold are on. stepping up. One thing I gotta friggin' Yo. put out right now. The way the friggin' uh, Klitschkov... Klitschkov? Is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Brothers, yeah, the box they're, brothers, yeah. They're like, ah, you'll fucking yeah, take out their guns. And they pull that jut, shit up. Those are, jut, those are jut moves right there. Then this guy's yeah. the mayor of the city. The, imagine fucking Patrick Brown loading up an AK, like, reach There's Brampton. No fucking Canadian politician that would do that. I mean, uh, we'll, talk boxes, we'll talk about that after. We'll talk but, about um, that after. All right, so. Why don't we bring in our guests? Here, Brent, right, do you well, want to introduce our uh, Ben? Yeah, yeah. right here. All right, so I'm going to introduce... Danny, Danny Perlin, he's a corporate lawyer. Uh, another one of these long. Esquires. He doesn't go by the douchebag Esquire. He's a JD, MBA, CFA. So I'm just saying that, not that he would actually say that, I think. But uh, for any fucker out there who thinks they're smarter than him at the end of this, let's just say he's at least book smarter than you. So without uh, further ado, Danny, introduce yourself. Say a couple of words, man. Hey, guys. How's everyone doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. How are you? Rajiv's been hyping this up for a while. I've been, I've been uh, my, waiting. Properly, you little <laughs> Ranjit, Ranjit. Yo, been I love this, this guy already. I love you, Daddy. I love this guy already. <laughs> he's been, he's been uh, promising me this since 2016. So, so. Uh, <laughs> so you've been on the five-year wait. He's, I've, he's, I've been in the, I've been in the waiting room waiting to be introduced for five, five years now. <laughs> yeah, he's he usually comes up short, so we do apologize for him. And, and when he introduced me as, as the Russian expert, as as if uh, I'm I'm suddenly taking a side here. Oh no no no! Let me let me be fair. In the office, in the debate, you give us the Russian perspective. I'm because... giving you what Fox News says is fair and balanced. 
Oh, that's that's what you, you're going to cover it as. Eh? Okay, all right, Oof. all right. <laughs> that's their tagline, right? Fox News, fair and balanced. I, fair enough. I've always felt yeah, like that's, 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 it, it's the most ironic tagline because uh, I can't really say that the most fair and balanced, but but it's a tagline. It works. I so and it produced pretty much a, a fuck you opinion to about everything, but uh, right. Right. Go on, contrarian. Answer the question that, to be honest, nobody really understands in Canada. I promise you, nobody understands, other than the talking heads with the blue checks. Why? Why the fuck is Russia going after Ukraine? It makes no sense. It's yeah. not a rich country. So, what the fuck is going on? So, so there's there's a couple of uh, historical geopolitical um, considerations to, to account for, and, and part of that is the history is. Um, you look at the two nations, like you, the Ukrainian nation. Forget the states, the the, the nation of the people. Um, Ukrainians and Russians are are, um, and, they, and they'll actually tell you this. They're they're extremely similar. It's like uh, the language is is I wouldn't say it's the same, but it is it is um, extremely almost. close. And the, yeah, just a little bit more than a dialect, I would say. Just just one step beyond a dialect, but it, that close. And and frankly, in the past. Hundred years, you know, it was the Soviet Union. So, so Ukraine was a fundamental component of the Soviet Union, which was which was Russia, and, and the second most important country, arguably, was was Ukraine. And then, you know, so when Putin it was says like, second out of like how many, like out of fifty, like you, no, it was, was huge, USSR right? Was what fifteen countries, right? But, yeah. But ultimately, ultimately, what it means is that is that they were pivotal pivotal in in the establishment of the Soviet state and in the in the functioning. So, you know, when Putin says that this was um, you know, the collapse was the, a travesty, the biggest travesty in the, of the 20th century. What he's referring to is particularly the, the, the loss of Ukraine for Russia, because, you know, he sees it as like, I guess, you know, I, I, it's hard to make that comparison because there's always the, the Nazi Germany comparison. But the one I would say is closest is 1938 when, when Nazi Germany um, takes over Austria. Um, and, and so people, you know, kind of gloss over that because everyone jumps to Poland. But, you know, the Polish nation is far different than, um, you know, the German nation. They're, they're two different languages, two different people. Germans and Austrians, I, I mean, they, they both speak German, right? I mean, Hitler was Austrian. So, so um, you know, I, I would say it's, it's it, it, if there's a similarity to be had, it's, it's akin to that. But um, the difference here is that you have nationalist opinions. So a lot of the Ukrainians won't say that they're Russian. In fact, you know, uh, a, lot, a lot of Ukrainians, most of the Ukrainians that I talk to, will not will say no i'm ukrainian i'm not russian but they don't speak ukrainian they, they you know they, they, <laughs> they say i'm not russian. i'm not russian in russian right that's the funny thing <laughs> right you're right and, and so that's the irony here and and you know like i'm not to say, like not to say that putin's right i'm not sure i don't think he's, it's justifiable what he's doing but there's there's a couple of things i mean a drift of ukraine to nato from his perspective to the west is like a piece of russia going to the west. that's that's his mindset it's a mentality you know, this guy was an ex-KGB, you know, he was a spy. He, he was in East, Eastern, uh, East Germany when, when the Soviet Union collapsed, working as, as a spy. And so to him, that collapse and, and Ukraine shifting to the West is, is essentially like, you know, he really feels that it's an attack on Russia. And, um, you know, he wants spheres of influence. You guys made a great point about sanctions. What are gonna, sanctions going to do? They tried this in 2014 to, to impose sanctions and you th- this isn't, didn't happen overnight. He's been, he's had this plan. He is a calculated guy. He speaks dollars and cents. And so he has been concocting, he's been planning this for a long time. And it's no secret that that's the case. There's a pivot to China 
there is a pivot to anti not anti-Western, but not having to rely on Western financial institutions. So, you know, what, what effect are they going to have? I, I can't say that they're going to have a substantial effect that will change his mind, for one thing. But, um, you know, the, we're going back to, like, think about this. We've grown up, and, and I think you guys are similar age to me in the sense that, you know, we, we, we were born in a time when the Soviet Union was on the verge of collapse. So we don't remember. Gorbachev died, actually. Yeah, that was a big deal not too long ago, actually. We 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 grew up in a world where the only sphere of influence is really the, the U.S. Western sphere of influence. We're now seeing a Chinese sphere of influence, obviously. But but I mean, you know, spheres of influence is not a paradigm that we're too familiar with in a day to day basis. So for us to see something challenging the West is it's 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 unique. And and it, but ultimately, twenty five thirty years ago, there were spheres of influence. Soviet Union was the other one. And, and so it'd be unthinkable for the Ukraine to pivot to NATO. Then the Soviet Union collapses and then NATO has Latvia join, Lithuania join, Estonia join. These are Baltic states that are on Russia's borders. So this, they, they see that as an encroachment. They, they have the scars of, this, of, of, of what NATO was in the Soviet Union. So on that point, I mean, uh, this is something you brought up. If you weren't on this podcast, I would have brought it up as my own idea and taking full credit <laughs> for it. Of course that, you but... would. Classic. But uh, you brought this up. Uh, you brought this up in conversation. Here's a hypothetical. So you said if Canada all of a sudden was to break all ties with its right. current allies and said it's joining a military alliance with China, USA would be like, "What the fuck?" You know, we share the same culture, we speak the same language, we watch the same movies, we share the same border. Go over well, right? <laughs> and, and like we we share like NORAD, you know, like what the fuck are yeah. you doing? Joining our enemy. Take that one step further. We can't say you're all right. All these things are important, but we can't say that we share the same ethnicity, really, or, or, or you know, nation as 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 the states, because we are multiple nations. Where where you know, it's it's diverse cultures, and and they're it's kind of like the new world. We're not defined by ethnicities per se, right? But Ukraine and Russia have that added layer that so it's even closer. It's even closer. Even closer. I think exactly. it almost sounds a lot like Punjab, like Pakistan Punjab and India Punjab. Yeah. Right? Where it's kind of like... Yeah, there's, a, there's a difference yeah. of religion there. I mean, they don't even have that here. I mean, not so, at I mean, that my, time. My... At the time, uh, it used to be kind of mixed and there's like, well, there's a little bit more Muslim on this side, so you guys get this part. And, right. Right? But they kind of did... The language was very similar, minus some dialects. The I'd say the religion was a bit of the difference in terms of culture, like, but... Even that overlapped a little bit because we've seen all the influences kind of leak over back and forth. To, to take his hypo one step further, I mean, let's say Canada does that. What do you think the U.S. would do? You think U.S. would let that happen or they take us over and be like, fuck you, China, you're not going to take over Canada. They're ours now. They would just embrace us as a new state. They'd be like, Canada is now the... Oh, they'd be like, we're going to support the separatists in Quebec and then use that as an excuse to take over. Fuck you, UN. I, I think, okay. so my, my question would be, I mean, if, if we are saying they are the, uh, obviously the same people, essentially, uh, popular opinion in Ukraine, if I'm not mistaken, was that they did want to join NATO and, and move towards, towards the West, more away from the Russian influence. What's the perception for Russians in terms of Ukraine? Uh, how do they feel about this? What's what's the that side of the story? Do they feel um, this is just, or is it is it more of a political move? So, so I guess that, you know, there's a couple of layers of to answer that. I wish I wish it was simple. Number one is 
popular opinion is so heavily influenced by 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 Kremlin uh, uh, media, right? So so there there's a lot of propaganda in, involved here. So, um, but having said that, I mean they see I know for a fact that the Russians see Ukrainians as as their brethren. Um, so you know in terms of uh, you know they may be seeing it as a liberation rather than an invasion, but you know ultimately Ukrainians don't really see it that way. A lot of them. Um, the one thing I will say though that is is um, in Crimea when they took it over in 2014. There are there was more popular opinion to join Russia, um, and and I think the popular opinion was of the citizens there was to 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 reunite with Russia, and I think there's don't forget there's breakaway regions, separatist regions that want to join Russia and, and have the population there that are geographically closer, they're on the east side, but you know it depends where in the Ukraine it, the popular opinion would be to join NATO or to join Russia, I right? See, so yeah. Yeah. it's a vast if it's a vast country, and they have breakaway regions. I mean that's the excuse. Yeah, I think. In. I think in some of those regions, the, some of the citizens even carry Russian passports from what right, I was reading. Exactly. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess it depends on, on, on where in the Ukraine, but I mean, um, it's fair to say that it would be a fair comment to say that in Kiev, in, in Western Ukraine, which is where the majority of the population is, I, I think it's safe to say that the popular opinion would be not to uh, join Russia. They've, so, they've gone through uh, revolutions. They've gone through like, you know, um, uh, uprisings and, and, and toppled governments. In, you know that's what happened in 2014. There was a pro-Russian government that um, decided to break away with a, a EU trade agreement and uh, join a Russian trade agreement. And the, the protesters, I mean, went to the streets and they overthrew them. And that was what spurred the first invasion. Complicated, layered history, but it's fair to say that that uh, Ukrainian popular opinion on the west side, Kiev, Odessa, the places like that, would be towards a pivot to NATO, to be a pivot and to the west. Let's say. For sure. So, I mean, with that fa with that point, let's say, do you think this is where kind of Putin's maybe overplayed his hand? Uh, he's gone in with the intention of obviously decreasing the influence of NATO, uh, obviously demilitarizing Ukraine, as he says. But isn't this going to kind of backfire? I mean, I don't think the Russians were expecting this much resistance for once. Were they and not? Though? Two, I know. I mean, but, uh, two, nobody... two, but, two, but two, doesn't this invite yeah. the open invitation to... NATO to bolster up those surrounding countries that have joined NATO around the Ukraine. Don't you think there's been more forces poured in than there was before and more influence? Like that's where I'm kind of like that, that's a dangerous know. spiral, though, right? Like yeah, bolstering. Yeah. It's like because because we know the NATO the NATO motto the creed is attack on one of us is attack on all of us. So imagine Ukraine being part of NATO and Russia attacked us. Now we have to go in. Then we have to. That go, is yeah. oof. That is a scary scary and, proposition. And that's what they were uh, saying. Like people in Latvia and, and the surrounding countries now are concerned. But if they're they're part of the part of NATO, and, and and that's the that's the scary part. But my only thought is that, you know, if he thought they were going to decrease their presence, I I, th I don't think NATO is going to do that. I think that's going to be an increase. Yeah, I know? mean, Finland so, and Sweden want to join now, so yeah. So I actually got two questions. Yeah. Now. knowing that you know, there's this whole uh, you said influence. We saw Saudi Arabia and India not really join the NATO American side of the conflict and said, you know what, we're gonna we might. Hey abstain and that kind of caught them caught america by surprise i think uh china abstained which i think caught russia by off by surprise because so are these alliances kind of changing and reaffirming like who's on whose side right now is that what's going on i think the the india um and saudi justification is, is strictly a financial one i mean there's a lot more cost to cut russia off than it is to cut ukraine off for, for obvious reasons but, but that the resources and, and just the, the business dealings, right? So they, they've done a calculated risk assessment. I, I guarantee you that is what makes up their 
decision. There's no moral stance that's going on here. It's it's the the dollar is the, is the most moral thing that dollar is, is going on yeah, exactly. But uh, when it comes to China, I mean, you know, I that that's a whole separate discussion. That's that's a very important one to have. China and the Soviet Union were the two competing communist countries in throughout the last century, and that's another sphere of influence. Despite like you know the Soviet Union being uh, you know China being um, communist countries, they have a uh, you know, it's, it's something to definitely check out. Uh, check out. It's um, they they hated each other, and so now the relationship is it's uneasy. It's it's lipstick. It looks good. Um, you know, the anti U.S. united in that, um, but but that's not that easy either. So I mean, that you know, China is playing their cards by saying, you know what, let's see maybe where this where this plays out. Maybe because you know, I mean, they're going mean, to do the same shit to Taiwan in a month anyway, <laughs> right? So they're just like yeah. seeing how the world reacts here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but, but ultimately, I mean, like we've had 70 years, uh, I mean, since World War II, we've had so, you know, it's 70, 80 years of stability, relatively speaking. Like, I mean, the world is not upended here. I think everyone's under the impression that, you know, that's the longest time in history where the world has gone that long with, with you know, generally not, not global conflicts happening. So, you know, we, people want to preserve that, that the leaders have it in their, their interest to preserve that as well. There's all these calculations going on here right how can we maintain the status quo to the extent yeah like what the last one big conflict was with does serbia bosnia count i I mean it's regional it's region it's regional right it's not global like you know a a superpower conflict would be something but it war in europe at least but what about like iran and afghanistan but don't forget u.s went into u.s went into eastern europe they yugoslavia they bombed that because soviet union just fell and and the sphere of influence was gone. It was U.S. It was what well, the time was called Pax Americana, the American peace. And and uh, post nine eleven world, that's like you know diminished. Obviously, um, U.S. cost got heavy paid a heavy price in Iraq and Afghanistan. Obviously, as we've seen, um, and and you know China and Russia see that, and and they're stepping back up to the plate. They're still got massive militaries here, so we're we're seeing the evolution of spheres of influence, and and so. You know, it's, a, it's an interesting time to be alive. <laughs> All right. One question I actually yeah, had. Um, one thing we saw a lot of is the build up to this. America like, and even Canada, both of them were like quick to tell their uh, citizens get out of the country. Things are really heating up. Ukraine said there's nothing to worry about. You know, they're not going to attack us anytime soon. Uh, Germany, notoriously, again, they reported back saying, yeah, it's not as bad as people are making out to be so much so that there's, uh, I think it was like their spy. I don't know what the actual term was, had to walk out and like sneak out of there. Took him like the last 48, 72 hours where he's just like kind of get out of there. And he's like, yeah, I didn't think this was about to happen. Why were certain countries expecting conflict? Whereas the countries more close to it, Thinking nothing was going to happen. Good question. I uh, I think it's about it's a uh, managing people's fear. I, I think that's what it was because Ukraine had to balance that, how to contain a stay calm, keep the population calm in, in in the face of such a huge threat. That frankly, I I mean, we were all kind of taken aback that he actually pulled the trigger mm-hmm. I, up until the last minute. I thought he was bluffing. Yeah, because so, even Snowden, who I tend to think is got a good read on geopolitics to a certain degree, was saying. America is trying to create this war. The media is trying to create a war, or speak a war into existence. But we've, then, we've been we've been we've been in an era where all these kind of dictators, leaders, they always like prop themselves up or they put things on the board. Like look at North Korea, right? 
-hmm. we don't we think he's crazy we just don't think he's gonna actually do it you know it it gets to the point have some discussions goes away same thing with russia i don't think anyone expected them to kind of say hey roll on in so was it really that big of a surprise in that region no i i wasn't when they said there was what two hundred thousand troops on the border i don't think anybody was surprised there that's just like them moving their forces around any region right and but to actually go in when's the last time you know where a country just rolled in like that when there was no provocation if you will um you know 2014 man 2014 you just no i i know he's done it but i mean this yeah. is you know <laughs> it was, it was it's just maybe 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 we're more aware to it and, and the, yeah i guess everyone's tired of covid right so this is i don't know it was more surprising that he actually did it yeah, uh, we're all tired of COVID. We all went from yeah. virologists to now geopolitical. I'm working on my uh, master's in foreign policy right now. This is all going to be stuff that I'm going to repeat verbatim in six different WhatsApp groups. Uh, <laughs> as if I just learned. I mean, that's the weird thing. We all, we also live in a world where we all quickly become experts based on a Google search. And I tried the first link. The first link is what we rely on. That's it. I do it all the time, and I kind of try to catch myself doing it. I'm like, man, stop engaging in this Twitter argument as if you really know what you're arguing for. Um, But no, I honestly, when they said that they're rolling in, I'm like, yeah, that sounds bad. And then when everyone was like, no, it's just America bolstering up a war, I'm like, are they though? And when this happened, I was like, I thought they were always beefing. Is it really that surprising? Danny actually just bounced without saying bye. What a rude guy. But uh, <laughs> look, before anybody calls him a racist prick, he is Russian and half Ukrainian. And, I like how uh, you said don't call him a racist prick when no one would have thought to. Well, he also brought up like Hitler in Germany and he's also Jewish. So come on. I also like, had questions on this whole thing about Russia thought, calling Ukrainian Nazis. I thought, That's a I whole other that thing. Uh, that I'm, I mean, I, I thought just, it was super informative. I, I, yeah, I think I, I'm going to echo that as well. I think I think we all hear about the news, but he gave some insight there to the to cousin the thing makes it a lot more interesting for me. Like, I never thought about the cultures being that close. I yeah. knew they were close. I didn't. Think, hey, these guys it's like, think. it's like man. That's yeah, it's like I'm... you know, we're we're the same, but we're different. That's you know? legit. Like, uh, look, yeah. he's he's around a lot of Punjabi people, so he tries to make that argument with me too. He he he's making that point, and that's what he's trying to drive home. That look, they're so interconnected, and even like the language, the areas that uh, Russia took first, they're coming in from the east side. They're predominantly Russian-speaking places. Crimea is completely Russian-speaking. Um, so look, like uh, the way Russia's approaching this, uh, and going about this, I know they look like really big bad boys, but fuck with a grain of salt there, boys. I mean, yeah. I love what Ukrainians are doing and defending their homeland and shit like that. Which, so uh, here's a, here's a question. What, he what, what, being the fault line in the middle of like so the, was, protecting the West where they I'm, have influence. Yeah. Russia. I, I don't know if they're really the bad, bad guys. Everybody makes them out to be. I we're trying to give him some humanity here. Well, yeah, yeah I'm trying to look, give him some humanity. Exactly. So, I mean, here's a, here's another question. I mean, it, I was having this conversation with my wife. This, you know, I mean, you know, you're looking at the Ukrainians. You see them kind of standing up for their homeland, and you know, so one I think we have to be fair. Of, not all of them are. They're no, no, no. Pulling for, some yeah, people no, off no. trains and like saying those, get into fights. Like those guys on the the island they were showing, or you know, oh, whatever. There's calling out the ship. And yeah, saying, yeah. There's there's people fighting, right? So I'm like. Do you feel the same about Canada that way? If, if, if the U.S., as you were, were touting the same way the other day, invaded, 
um would you act the same way or would you be booking on a train to uh to minnesota know, minnesota or something <laughs> like that um do you have america you know, because that, that's the Ukrainian homeland, right? But I think a lot of, you know, in Canada, we are such a, uh, obviously, a mix of immigrants. I wonder if, you know, we all share those sentiments. I know I, I would. I mean, I, this is my home, but, I, you know. Yeah, but I on that on that note, I mean, I think I'd send my wife and kids to India. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that aside, that aside. Yeah. You know, if you had the option, is do you consider this your home or is it kind of like, I think a lot of immigrants think they have a second home. So I was kind of thinking about that too, because there's a certain degree of, is this like same like you said, is it my home? And then you have like, you're looking at some Ukrainians and what they're saying is my wife and children are going to die here. They don't have to fight, but they're not escaping because there's nowhere for them to go. This is home. Yeah. A lot um, of them didn't have cars, by the way. Eh? So a lot of people in that city, they don't have cars. They're just yeah. sitting there waiting. They have no way to get out. Yeah, I mean, I I have a friend whose parent Canadian parents are trapped there, and they don't have access to a car. <laughs> They're trapped in Kiev. That's crazy. Well, I, yeah. I don't even think having a car would help right now because they say gas is pretty much done. Gas stations are depleted, uh, and people have just left empty cars on the highways. So the major roadways are now just blocked. It's one of the weird things about like uh, panic situations where you kind of create these problems now because you have like your exit routes already like just blocked off. So you have to go by foot almost. But I mean, the outcome of this thing is going to be crazy because like if he was, he was in like one, if he's surprised about the resistance, when this is all settled and done and obviously he puts a new regime, eventually some Ukrainians must be pissed off, right? Like this is not. Like they lost family. They lost money. They lost. Yeah. Family. This is, this is a whole nother level to it. And it's going to build up a sentiment of anti-Russian sentiment. Look, so, look you know. there's one wrinkle or, or not wrinkle, another layer to consider before the invasion uh the ukrainian government had pro-russian mps that's mm -hmm. crazy but something that you need no, to no but yeah, but yeah they're they're okay they've been placed yeah so yeah. fine you can say they've been placed because that's a narrative that the ukrainian government would say but they were elected somehow and there are eight neighborhoods so like, even if right? it was through via propaganda they have people who pop the, part yeah. of the population who thinks we should just like you know be part of russia exactly so they have been voted in uh even now like kiev has defenses are keeping the army the the russian forces on the outside but they have uh saboteurs who are inside destroying shit these are people yeah. that are this from these neighborhoods. exactly exactly so with that layer in mind um i guess the point i'm really going for is that uh, a lot of people are welcoming this um and it's not a and, straight up and, and and when when russia comes in and sets up base camp they'll have a very easy time setting up a puppet government and they'll get concessions really quick because they already have laid the foundation for it with the support so, of a good foothold in the people and in the government so, so what you're saying it's not going to piss off everybody right but it's definitely pissing off the rest of the world uh, obviously these guys on the world stage russians are losing a lot of uh, platforms, uh, what they just lost the Champions League final match that's moved back to Paris. They've lost the F1 that was in them? September. How much does that matter to them, really? I don't know, man. These guys do steroids to win gold medals, so clearly, it, it, you know, their, their appearance they... does matter to them, right? So, does it though? Because um, if you're that worried about it, you, you don't do it during the Olympics. Like, I think the IOC was pissing like the Olympics, you're supposed to have like some worldwide truce, conflict truce, and Russia, but, but if it's I mean, money is obviously that all that matters, but for their own citizens, it, it can't be, um, 
uh, you know, uh, there's not too much confidence. But back to what you guys are saying. We saw the politicians in uh, um, in Ukraine step up and say we're taking up arms against this thing. Any Canadian politician you think could you see do that? No way. No. You don't see Paul no. Paul Yevier pulling out a friggin' AK and saying Carlton's my homeland. I'm I mean the truckers. I see you him know, taking pictures. I'm seeing him taking pictures, but that's about it. Oh maybe maybe Sudden. Because he's done it. Uh maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well he's a but, soldier, so that's the only That's <laughs> kinda of crazy. Like you watch these videos of like people getting conscripted and stuff. What what are your views on like conscription in the modern age? Should like the Ukraine uh, military is straight. If you're a man and you're on a train out, get the fuck off the train. You're going the other I think, way. Uh, no, I think they should also stop women too. Fuck it. They get, they fought for their rights. <laughs> they fought for their rights. So if you're 18 to 60, fuck it, lady, you're staying. Hey man, uh, what's the Israeli or, or, army? You're conscripted to the Israeli army, man or woman, which yeah. is, I think it's pretty cool. Or to yeah. be, And if you have kids, like then you, one of you has to go. And one you can stay, like, but you got to pick, and it's not automatically the man, so fuck it. Okay, so maybe not conscription in a war, but do you think mandatory military service is something that Canada should have? Low key, yes. <sighs> I thought about just this. domestic, just I, domestic, not 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 fighting foreign wars, just national training, guard type just stuff. training and making sure reserves, are, reserves, reserves, reserves. Yeah. So I always bounce around with this because I'm kind of I'm not anti-military complex, but I'm somewhat anti-police. To a degree like i think police are overly funded in many regards and corrupt but when it comes to the military i think all nations need a functional military i'm not one of the people who kind of jumps on and this is where i get into conflict with a lot of people who share leftist ideologies where they're like anti-military all all down the middle um i'm i think yeah we should have reserves i think everyone should be conscripted and have to do two years reserve training by default, like your high school, part of your high school diploma or your university graduation program, not even university, I think it just needs to come down to high school. Like you gotta be trained in certain military combat. Oh, there's a culture that comes with it, right? I mean, uh, let's look at the States. You have a flag at every McDonald's. We just have it at government buildings here. It's very different. We don't like how walk around saluting the Canadian flag, like, oh, that's my flag, that's my team, right? But at the same time, um, they, we Amer do have America, it America's, but America's like, America's different, right? They've they've en enlisted usually in low socioeconomic areas, and that makes a majority of the military. But I'm, you know, let's say everyone had to join. Do you think it would, um, on a world would, stage, put us, you know, in, in a different category? We're just not. The nice Canadian neighbor to the north. He was like, a nice uh, big brother to the south. I mean, funny. <laughs> we have a, our one of our national pastimes is rolling around on blades and punching each other. Like I think Canadians have honor to them to a degree. I don't think we're as like soft or as like cuddly. I think we're polite and we're nice, but I think Canada does have that. You know, fuck you, bud. To it. Don't fuck with our borders. I don't. mean. I think Canadians are patriotic, but we're not patriotic to the dumb, like that same degree of America, like America. But Canadians, we see that all the time when we win championships, when we do things. Uh, Canadians love but, reasons to celebrate Canada. I agree. But at the same time, and, and if we're talking about, I mean, not sure aggression, but uh, defense, 
Um, do you think we as a country are investing enough into our defenses? And, no and way. Our We're so underfunded, you know? man. We're no, so you... underfunded. So but I remember let's say, seeing something let's say... about how underfunded we are. We're still one of the top trained armies. Yeah, but let's say so. Putin and Russia has always had eyes on the Arctic uh, and the Arctic region and the North Pole. Let's say he just decides to come this way. Sanctions. Sanctions. <laughs> Sanctions. Sanctions. <laughs> We're going to tell on you. <laughs> hey, buddy, uh, right. buddy uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, can you uh, get, a, We're gonna, get off my. Uh, get off We're going to go line. to America. Be like, oh, they're here. Look, help us. Help. 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 Us. Look, if, yeah. if we've seen anything, buddy. Putin shows up. We got a convoy of 60 truckers willing to go there and honk their horns at him. So I think we can give him a headache, if anything. We could be a really good migraine for him. Well, uh, so should we, should, we, should we move on from this topic? Should we talk about something else? Maybe some positive <laughs> stuff, some, some other I mean, types of leaders? Look, Hasn't about been too positive this week? He's talking about people decking each other. You guys see that kid on uh, Jessica and... Uh, on Jeffrey? Deck on Jessica. Deck on Jessica. The most yeah, recent... So I, has anyone actually watched that episode yet? Because I haven't, so I don't know what he's... I haven't. I, I, I haven't, haven't seen any of the Jeopardy, but I've seen him all over social media. And honestly, it's it's cool. It is pretty cool. Uh, I didn't think I'd see the day. It wasn't something that I'd be like, oh man, I can't wait for a sick to be on Jeopardy because I'm not a huge Jeopardy guy. But I'm sure he's friggin' pretty smart. Well, he, so he did it win. Like, it was like a college-only yeah. Jeopardy show, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are not fans of Jeopardy at all? I like oh, Jeopardy. I, I understand Fine. Jeopardy. I enjoy it, but I've never been like, oh, Jeopardy's on. Let me tune in. Yeah, okay, exactly. So, uh, fair enough. Yeah. I'll be honest. We were more of a Wheel of Fortune family growing up. As soon as Wheel ended, we <laughs> turned the channel off. If we did, Price is right. Yeah, so Wheel, Wheel of Fortune. Price is right. That was during the day. We carried Jeopardy, and then midway, that's when I found out what else is going on. Or that's when my parents lost interest, got up, left the sofa. and I had. Mind you, I, I actually haven't seen Jeopardy after Alex. Like I really and never tuned in I with the new host, so that's yeah. maybe one of the reasons I don't care to see it. But man, pretty cool for um, one of these, uh, you know, seek uh, use to win something like that. Put him on a national stage. Being from Texas, is, I don't know if he's from Texas, Texas, but he obviously goes to Texas thing. So, do you think this is uh, something we should look more forward to? Seeks being on a main stage. Are we getting to the mainstream now? I mean, I think we've always... in America. I think we've all. Yeah, I guess it's kind of surprising in America. For me, the image, I don't know, it did surprise me. That's why we're talking about it, because it's not an everyday occurrence. But um, I don't know. I thought it was cool. That's, I don't know if it's going to be repeating or if we're going to see like a whole uprising of sick Jeopardy uh, love or more sick are going to start trying to be trivia nuts. Um, I think it's just cool it... that we're part of like that regular, hey, it's just a sick. And people kind of, I don't know if they recognize him as a sick or not, but I just think it's cool. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of successful Sikhs in America as well, right? A lot of CEOs and I think yeah, Citibank, if I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong on that. But there's Mastercard, um, I think it was their CEO. Quantum, and then Quantumscape yeah. or whatever that battery company was. That that guy was a, a single. I'll as say well. this much: there based are on people, the, but based on the Sikhs that I know in America, when people think about Sardars and stuff, they think money and they I mean, think success. Cabby gas stations. No, no, I think cabby gas station. But they also think tech money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that is that more of a that's a southern thing though? I, I would say that more in the southern states, right? Because uh, like New York, do people like not so much New York, but in other states that I've met people, they've all been like, "Oh, sick, you know, these guys, they probably own something. Hmm. They probably run some, even if it's convenience stores or gas stations, 
I think a lot of so people. We're, we're not. We're with, not getting the the labor. We're not getting the label, the label of labor or hard work. Yeah. it's more. These guys are successful, right? Yeah. So I think it's. I don't know. I thought it was cool. I don't know how to really add more to it. I just think it was cool seeing him do his thing. I saw the celebration where his school celebrate or his thing, and this guy starts freaking pulling out the punkana with these guys, and they're like, "I." Yeah, yay. yeah, that was pretty cool. Was like, he good? Uh, I thought he was pretty good, man. He's. I mean, my. Uh, my rating of what good Pangra is very it's a very low bar considering how bad i, I, am. I, I know i i wouldn't right. say it was good Pangra. i'm just gonna put that out there but i mean but look he's not he going, can do he, whatever he he can do whatever he wants right now what he won two hundred fifty thousand dollars and oh, I think his, school, his school gets a chunk of it too so he's a cele- he's a celebrity man he's, hey he's man good. i'm telling you this time man power i don't him. know if there's jeopardy groupies but i'm sure he was getting some knocks on his door and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying. Hey, yes, he was pretty popular. Just... <laughs> yes, <Right>. Kern. <laughs> One thing we didn't talk uh... about too much last week, though. Uh, the Emergency Act. We saw it come um... and we saw it go. We didn't even get a chance to talk about it because, well, we're lazy. Oh, everybody Thoughts? else is well, playing I mean... checkers and Trudeau is playing chess. Or is Trudeau just well, fumbling it, around? Firstly, it's it's up. finished, right? Let's just put that out there. It's it's finished now, right? He's, yeah, it's ended. he's ended it. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. That's the way I look at it. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Everybody was really... up in arms. Everyone's up who? in arms. Oh, this is against this and that. And I'm like, big deal. I mean, uh, as a as he need, with he lo- needed with a lawyer hat he... on. With the lawyer yeah. hat on, it was pretty fucked up. As yeah. an average Canadian who it didn't affect. And really wanted to just stop these protests. Well, yeah. I mean, what the fuck else was he going to do? The yeah, cops fucking threw the could, flag in. He couldn't use the dun. Yeah, he couldn't use the dunde. So he had to, he had to do it some he, other way. Yeah, right? exactly. If he was in right? India, there'd be dunde everywhere, right? He's so like, oh shit, what the, what cops is, are, right? the cops are letting you guys do low whatever the key, fuck they want. Low, so key, low key, what he did was he put sanctions on the protesters. Yeah, and they caved right away. They ain't no boots. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that your new favorite word now? Sanctions? Sanctions. Sanctions. Sanction is the word of the day. Everyone, leave a is comment that... with the word "sanction" just to let us know that you listen, that you made it this far. If you heard the word "sanction," well, the, regardless, the best stories coming out of are these. Uh, was it Pat King and that other lady got denied bill? Have you guys <laughs> yeah, heard? Yeah, have yeah. you guys have you guys read the story? Like, I saw oh, they so brought it. It's, it's like, so funny, dude. It's like a movie. You can't write that stuff, right? Like, he brought this lady who had known him for like four weeks. And she's willing to take equity out of her house to His release him. Witness. And she's like, she denied everything. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. And then the other, I forgot the lady's name, but she the brought her husband. The judge like, their character witness is a crack for doing this. <laughs> no, the, the, she, he brought, um, he brought, her husband. brought her husband. And then he's, she's like, you know, the judge was like, how'd you get here? He's like, oh, private plane, but I can't say who. It's like, just you're saying stuff. You're like, this is like movie, man. This can't be real, right? And like, no, what did you think was going to happen? He flew in on a private jet. But yeah. they're saying they don't have the money to get back home. <laughs> yeah. But That's they won't disclose the, who. They won't they disclose, won't disclose who, who paid for it. Man. Except they have uh, access to a million dollars from the GoFundMe, right? This is, is going to be but a crazy didn't story. Didn't that get frozen? Oh, someone's going to sell a book. No, they got the first million. Oh, okay. That whole thing is crazy, though. Do you think like the fact that they started going after donors, or they didn't really go after any donors, but they said we could go after donors to scare donors? Does that make you think twice next time you start donating to any of these causes or protests or activist type things, even if they're sick related? I mean, no, not really. Do you do you, do, do you donate right now? I donate. Yeah, I don't donate to anything sketch. At least I I wouldn't consider anything sketch. I could honestly see the WSO someday 
falling under not that you know uh things it's just because wso is the most politically active and not even politically active but what's the right word they're the ones who annoy politicians the most they're vocal they're vocal they annoy politicians particularly they call out politicians so if the politician or a political party and we've seen this happen with wso already where certain political parties aren't in favor or aren't fans of what they do they will not make their life easy they don't make it hard they just don't make it easy um and i could honestly see like an opposition party one day being like you know what these Sikhs are causing way too much trouble and i don't know if we'll ever get to that extent of an emergency act i don't think it's something that any government's just going to pull out whenever they get bored i still think governments are going to be extra mindful of when they do it but i know like if yeah, I, I, I don't see, i don't see i don't see it being a regular occurrence I mean, the only reason, if they hadn't taken that Windsor Bridge, it wouldn't have happened. That's my opinion. It's too much money. It always comes down to money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Trust, but, trust me, Ottawa was not losing any money. They're just losing sleep. Yeah. Okay. But, but, but it, when they're losing. I want, I want to disagree with you there, Robbie, because from my recollection, should I correct me if I'm wrong, the Windsor Bridge was cleared and then the EA was. Yeah, was, EA uh, was brought in uh, after, the, after the. Oh, was it? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, the borders so, were cleared. Oh, okay. The, so it really was just because, in Ottawa. my opinion, yeah, Ottawa. Look, this will happen. Cops in Ottawa fucked up. They yeah. stopped uh, okay. listening to their they, chief. They they stopped listening to their uh, their chief. I think is a black guy, right? Slow and maybe slow. a little bit of racism there. Okay. Uh, anyways, they stopped listening to their chief. They let these. And he's a Toronto guy. He wasn't an Ottawa chief, right? He was yeah, an exactly. Ottawa cop who became the chief of police in Ottawa because he didn't get the job in Toronto. Um, he was up for it. He lost it out. He lost out to it. Went to Ottawa. Got the job in Ottawa. So, Didn't seem like he got the respect though, of the cops there. Exactly. He was probably seen as an outsider. And then you have uh, the Dougler who really didn't. Who sent the OPP up there? But like, look, he, the OPP didn't fuck all except like watch what the protesters are doing. Uh, but people, the city, the city wanted to send wanted Trudeau to send the army in, but Trudeau army, knows yeah. if he sends the army in, he's fucked, right? It looks horrible sending the army against uh, your own people, so he's fucked. The city can't do shit. Everybody's like, it's that Spider Man meme where there's three Spider Mans all pointing at each other, Point. and this whole time they're all all these protesters are at the doorstep of Parliament, even though the mandates are provincial, and it's making him. Even though it no, makes no logical sense, it makes him look like an ineffective fucking leader. So he played, he, his Trump card. So he played a Trump oh, card. He fucking played his fucking Trump, Trump My, card. And, and, the, right. and, the timing, and the timing of Russia couldn't be more perfect. It just changed it the topic. Ra- it erased it from the news cycle, right? Like, you didn't even... Who cares? Emergency... Who gives, a fuck? Who gives a fuck about and this was literally, It literally got lifted on Monday. So it's not even like it was ages ago and we're pulling up an old topic, right? This is all within our That's week great. of what happened. Um... What I found kind of interesting about the whole Crudo, or like first to, to kind of defend Dougie, Dougie gave the OPP to Ottawa. He's like, here's a chief. And they said, why are you, the, always, why are you always defending Dougie? I don't Because I feel like Dougie gets a whole rap. Dougie gets an odd First rap, of all, man. this show calls him Dougler and not Dougie. <laughs> all right. It's the Dougler. All right. All right. So look. <laughs> What's with the Dougler name? I, this is the first time I'm hearing it. So. Dougler gave up, gave Ottawa the OPP and said, here, figure it out. And the police are like, they don't have a plan. The police chief in Ottawa has no idea how to use these resources right now or how to like push them. So they're just kind of standing by idling, checking out people's canteens, going by. Um, and I'm not 
you know, look, Dougie gave me my free stickers. I'm voting conservative next election. I'm That's all you needed it. Wait, how are they going to pay? So what is it? How much, 100 million? I can't even remember the figure. It's some crazy number. 100 million? That these guys get. Yeah, they, that they get from these stickers. Where is that money going to come from? It's money we don't need. He's cleaning out the cesspool. Oh, really? We don't need money now, eh? <laughs> Yo, uh, I mean, I don't know if it wins my vote because it's like one of those low-hanging fruits. Like, yeah, ones, that's all he's doing. I mean, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I mean, I'm not going to pay my parking tickets now, so. No, apparently he still gets screwed with the parking ticket thing. Oh. I don't know, but I heard you still get screwed. All I'm saying is I feel like Dougie gets a bad rap. Well, I think he sent the OPP to them and the chief there didn't know what to do with the chief. Dougie is Dougie always gets Dougie's wrong. <laughs> and Doug, no, and not a look, Dougler, sorry, Dougler, the Dougler. And I think Dougler recognized he's like, look, they're saying F Trudeau, not F, F Ford. Why am I gonna? When they came to Toronto, he cleared out Toronto. He made sure that you know he made sure that city knew not to let these guys set up camp at Queens Park. Who Dougler? Yeah, Dougler. Yeah, Dougler. Was he there with a snow shovel? Was he there yeah, with a snow shovel? He pulled out that snow shovel. He made sure that these guys didn't bother him at Queens Park. Gave him a weekend. They did. They uh, no, we've, uh, we've been dealing with Dougler for a long time, but uh, it would have been interesting to see Patrick Brown as a premier. I ain't going to lie. And oh, he's been yes. in the news recently as well. Is, uh, he's possibly. Well, he's so, thinking of running for the federal leadership. What I mean, do you guys these, think about that? these stories don't get leaked by mistake. He's definitely been. He's putting out feelings so right you, now. Would you vote for him? 100%. Over Pierre? 100%. 100%. Yeah, me too. I mean, would you I got, vote conservative? Like, I, I, I'm, I don't know who you vote for, but are you more inclined to vote conservative if he's him? running? Hell yeah, yeah, me too. Hell yeah, he's 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 centrist. I mean, I can appreciate. His name's him. Brown. He's from Brampton. Come on, I can I, appreciate I, that I, type of conservative. That's the conservative I, I go for. And I mean, not to say like you know Pierre isn't making his own moves. I mean, now he's got like Timmy up there and as a co-chair, right, adding some color to his. Uh, to his background. Yeah, and he got in quick. Timmy got in quick. The two sick MPs from Alberta, they endorsed uh, Paul. Look, yeah, Timmy so. just, endorsing Timmy is one to, thing, but Timmy like, just he's wants to have that chair. back chair again. Yeah, so. Timmy wants the back chair again. He wants and, to yeah, be in that video no, frame. Look, these guys knew that O'Toole's done, and they made they put, they put picked a candidate. You need to pick a candidate. If you want to get ministry, you got to go in early. But so, dude, doesn't Pierre? Does Pierre look like he even smiles? This guy's always angry. Uh, I honestly, Pierre has such an annoying punch. He's so face. angry. I, I get he does, that. Doesn't he? I get that he makes really remember, good. Remember, uh, you guys remember uh, Frank points? Grimes from The Symptoms? Yeah. Frank, yeah. Frank Grimes. Uh huh. You guys remember Frank Grimes from The Symptoms? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly who Pierre is. You just look at that guy. He's ready to explode. So I was reading something crazy today. Uh, apparently, he paid a economics professor eleven grand. Uh, it's on his expense report to teach him economics, and this is recent, as of last year or something like that. that I'm not mad at that. that a, is that about? No, that's great. I'm, are you gonna be, I think okay. more politicians need to pay people in of like knowledge to teach them stuff that they don't know, rather than pretending to know what they don't know. Like friggin' Hiller, Randy Hiller out here being an expert. I mean, look. But I mean, look, why, why are you against that, Randy? Look, why, 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 why the no? I think that's great. I'm a, Okay. Well, I think so. Remember the the, the entry to the entry to politics or what well, barrier to entry is very low, right? You don't need any education you need in money. economics. It's exactly, just... but like that's that's kind of fucked up. It's it's already bad enough that we have all these politicians that fucking go to law school and before they get a job, they're already fucking politicians or Hold some on. teacher, some Fuck. teacher, lawyers, some teacher, lawyers. 
or some teacher who fucking taught clerks, like for one like, year insurance or an insurance clerk. clerk yeah like it's long day, gone a one day a one day a one day long gone clerk, one day. long gone yeah. are the days where you have like a 40 plus year old guy who has experience in there okay so what's scary about a guy who basically took a crash course on economics and is going to be a prime minister and cheap fucking economic policy i don't know what could be wrong with that fuck nothing right oh, ev- no 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 everything's wrong but let's let's talk about christy freeland what experience does she have in i mean you think uh trudeau paid That's anyone fair. to teach him and give him no, like not, updates nothing. on foreign policy trudeau is a master in drama let's just not forget that but at least the at the very least at the very least his first cabinet that he picked I thought he, it was put, uh, he, he put people. in places he he put people in the ministries where they had background and that was fucking smart it was fucking you know um showed good leadership good look as a, a coach or has to know what talent they have and use it strategically okay you could have a fucking uh the most talented forward offensive weapon and if you put him in net what the fuck good is that right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh a good leader is able to see people's skills and, and use them appropriately. So even like with Sajjan, Sajjan was the only military guy he had in his fucking arsenal of MPs that won. No, no, he had and that two. first land swipe, he had, a, he had two or three. And he still put Sajjan in there, right? Um, but why? I mean, look, the political soft points aside, like he still knew he, he had to put a in soldier military. in there he put a soldier in there he put a, he put a ceo in 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 uh to it, handle it was business logical. you're saying, well, look, you're saying he, it was logical it was all logical he put I mean, a doctor at ministry of health i mean and that's fair but like paul still has a chance to do that yeah he he's, you can't like chirp him for not doing that because he hasn't he doesn't even have the job yet right i will, I will. Like, and you know what's the biggest fucking knock that fucking i have with conservatives especially in the gta how many fucking strong strong fucking candidates have they put up they don't the attract GTA. they don't attract good candidates right now that's the biggest problem well i mean it's a losing cause for them right sometimes they're not going to put the resources where they kind of know they're going to lose so they don't care they have right? one in the gta before they have they've had them. they have but and i mean it's not their, their way. territory right and they've drifted away because they, i think they haven't I, seen I, think the, I think this election I think this election they'll go hard in the GTA. It really depends on the leader. You know? I think if Brown, Brown, this was the one thing I noticed about Brown because I was close to Brown's provincial campaign. Brown did seek out good talent provincially for candidates because Brown did think he was going to win and form government. So he did go out and recruit people. And even if he got like a few of the, you know, the wild uncle type guys, he knew who he wanted to like put up and try to, you know, represent him and be part of his team. And he had favorable candidates, which caused him some headache in the end and probably triggered part of his downfall that he was a little too favorable to certain people and not as uh, fair because a lot of people, you know, call, called him out for election rigging and all that kind of stuff yeah, within their yeah. nominations. But at the same time, that's what you kind of want. You want the leader to say, this is my team. I don't want just anyone running and... You know and then I mean? that team got co-opted by the Douglar. <laughs> and, and look... <laughs> Douglar recognized what the Brown Dugler. put together. I love that name, by the way, Douglar. And he said, look, man, good job, Brownie. So the Penguin and the Riddler. He's like, good job there, Brownie. I'm taking over. So, Yo, but you know what will be sick, though? If, uh, let's say, Brown does become Prime Minister. I mean, obviously, if that ever happens. It's yo, Parliament would be lit. He already played Pungara at City Hall for every event for us. And he's always there for, for our community. I'll say Imagine, this, though. Uh, if you, that'd be if, sick, playing Pungara at Parliament. If, if Brown became PM... We wouldn't see near as much brown around him. Oh yeah, hundred percent. 
Brown mm. is really good to know who his crowd is and how to who to cater to. He's catering to this season Punjabis because he's in Brampton. When he gets to Ottawa, he's not going to say, "Look, I need to make." He's gonna. He doesn't want to scare people away by bringing too much color with him. He's always going to give them a, a an an ear tingle, a taste, a tingle, right? But I don't put it. I part of the reason I respect Brown is he knows who his audience is, and he knows how to play to them. He knows. He's these, a lawyer as well. He's a lawyer too, right? Yeah, I don't think so. And this is why yeah, a lot of people call Brown. I don't uh, think so. I, think I remember he's lawyer, man. He is. He's greasy like one, yeah. so he, I'm gonna. He's hundred percent a lawyer. He's be a freaking lawyer. In maybe Bradbury. just I'll search it right now. Yeah, oh, keep squinting man. at the fucking screen, doctor. <laughs> Look, part of what Brown did, where he knew his crowd and he played to it, is what. Just fuck you guys. Let me finish my sentence here. Brown, Sorry, man. Go for it. Brown knows his audience, and he plays to it, which is why people considered him kind of snaky and sleazy early on. But I think it's great. I think that's what we want in politicians. We want politicians who are aware of what's going on around them, who the people are around them, and represent them. So, look, Brown goes for PM, and if he went, I will vote for him. I have a, I'm a card carrying conservative. I will vote for, for him. you. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I renew him every now and then, depending on who makes my memberships. I'm a member in every party, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. I think I've been a member of every party. Or, I'm not gonna say it, it's legal to do that. I don't. Uh, for, for me, for me, it was, it was one and done. Never again. Yeah. 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 Done. So, yeah. anyways, at some point or another, uh, I've been a member of every party. Okay, so one thing Brown did. NDP, never NDP though. I would never. That's the one. I, just I was an NDP. I voted in Jigmeet. No, did I? I mean, I made memberships for. No, him, I, so. I haven't been. I haven't been a member for NDP. Either. NDP. I don't think so. My, oh. I haven't been a conservative either. So, but Patrick Brown, the Dougler, definitely he he has to lose. So, I don't I mind if Paul to, wins, uh, but I don't care enough to become a member to vote for Paul, unless you know someone comes so, to my house with a membership form. So here's the problem I always have, right? Like, let's say you love the candidate but hate the um, party. Uh, love the main. No, no, you love the party. You know, let's say you want X for prime minister or premier, but you ha hate the candidate in your area. I I would vote. Oh, that's I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm in that position all the time. I do that all. The time. That's that's. That so that's I just like I don't know what to do. If I like the local candidate, and I hate the party, I'll still vote the local candidate. I always give local candidate presidents precedence. But when when's the last time you hate you liked the local candidate and hated the party? I like that has never. I've uh, always hated the local candidate. Yeah, two elections ago with Sheer. Really? Yeah. Um, I forget the candidate's name. He was a young guy running for conservative. He was a really well-spoken, well-mannered. He's actually a solid candidate. Uh, should I look what? His, I, I'm not going to find his name. It was before we. It's this election before this one that just passed. Federal conservative. Federal conservative. Good guy. You mean you mean Neville Bajaj? Yeah. No, okay. Neville Bajaj. I'm that's not sure. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was you. <laughs> it was you, buddy. I mean, if you guys really want me to look up a name, one of my boys just actually had, his uh, just... coach was his campaign manager at the time, um, and he was like, "Shinded, you know what can we do?" I, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. The he was a lawyer too. To I can't remember. Well, it's, uh, it's all Arpen, politics and Arpen, the... Arpen, Arpen Kana. Right. He's a good yeah, guy. Whatever. Politicians. Um, there's lots, lots of them. There's lots of bunders in this world too. Should we talk about the bunders of the week? I mean, look, the, your segue sucked. I had a good segue for this. I was like, 
Patrick Brown knows his you audience. You messed up the program. You skipped two topics, and I had to revert the podcast back to make the, the program work again. I shouldn't, have, shouldn't have fucked up the uh, outline. You, you just you jumped two topics. I have to bring on, it back, brother. You what jumped. You went from Ukraine to Jessica and De- just Deckham Jessica and you, you missed the whole patty. topic. You missed the patter. Ranji, you're seeing my eyes. I got to check his prescription, I think. Yeah, seriously. He's got it on, too. I thought we already went. Anyways, look. Brown knew his audience, and he held a deep vigil, deep Sidhu vigil in Brampton City Hall. International students and Punjabi Sikhs, they went to the Gurdwara to do an Akhand part in Kelowna for deep Sidhu, and the Gurdwara management kicked them out. That's my segue right there. So bonders of bonders of the week. That, what the hell was? Yeah, that but who cares? Thing? Like they're they're allowed to set up whatever policy they want, right? Are you sure? They Why are not? private. Oh property. yeah, no, they're allowed to. But do you think that's the no? Like, it I, might I not be the right system. decision, but they have the ability to make that decision. So being familiar with that area a little bit, uh, one BC has always had like that soft moderate versus yeah, they have uh, tables thing, and right? chairs. But would but deep Sidhu be considered? He'd be considered very fundamental. Political, just yeah. to, do, to do really to do a vigil for him. Like people there are very pro India or anti India when it comes to Gurdwara too. Wow, I didn't know that. I've never been so. Take more. You ever been to BC? Uh, Golden BC with you. That was it. All right. <laughs> so right. yeah, so yeah, like I know Vernon had there was a Singh who once went to Vern, uh, Vernon Gurdwara and he went to wash his feet, and they didn't have like the feet washing type uh, sink set up. So he put his feet in the sink, like the proper sink to wash him, like most Iqsalis do. And this guy legit got chased out of the Gurdwara by the committee. He's like, we don't want your kind here. Um, man, do you find that our people fight about the stupidest things sometimes? Like, this kid, let, the man, this, let, let the man wash his feet. Who cares, he, right? Like, he wasn't even trying to like preach them on Mariada or anything. He's just like, look, this is what I do. Let me do it. Um, and the committee was like so anti him, they kind of chased him out. Uh so Kelowna doing this, it's definitely tone deaf. It's not reading the room. Yeah, it's not reading the but population. <laughs> we 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 have we have Gordore that have their own politics, or own preferences, and they attract certain crowds. We have them in the GTA. Uh, we have that everywhere. What am I talking about GTA? We have that everywhere. But fine, let's just take GTA for an example, right? Different Gordore attract different crowds. Um, that's normal. And with it in, comes their inherent policies that happen to be the foundation for why certain crowds come to that Gurdwara, right? So but it's also why the GTA Gurdwara. has multiple Gurdwara. Because exactly. you need a new crowd because you don't like how things are being run or you have a completely... You start your own Gurdwara. That's the... This guy didn't let me do my wedding here. I'm going to start my own Gurdwara type flex, right? Yeah, exactly. Kelowna's not so, at that size yet where they they have one Gurdwara. I, I, I just thought this would be kind of a universal... You I know, thought it, it'd be a okay. You know, if someone wants to hold some candles and and, and do a candlelight vigil, or know. someone passed away, you like them? Okay, you want to yeah, like, park? Sure, go ahead, whatever. I thought it was just, such a weak, uh, a weak hill to die on for a Kelowna Gurdwara community. Yeah, yeah, they can do what they want. I mean, let's take out Gurdwara. Well, actually, no. I let me walk that back. They can do what they want. Let's replace the building that you're imagining in your head of a big gurdwara, and let me say it's a house with uh, Maharaj Swarup there, and let's say Nishansab outside. We got a gurdwara, right? Mm-hmm. But it's someone's house. They can. It's their fucking rules. They can do what they want. If they don't like what you look like, that's how you get the fuck out. So now we're saying it's private. 
See, that's where it's I disagree, right? Space. It's not like you can if, do you, if you're, you're, you're applying the, the, the contact that you're going to do, you're public, you're not private. No, but like that's where it gets oh, tricky, not? right? Because private business. It's that's where it gets tricky, right? <laughs> Yeah, like, where's the money coming from? Yeah, where's the money coming? Yo, I looked at the pictures of that thing. Those stairs look really nice. They had a nice yeah. railing, and they got there. I'm like, yo, if someone got paid. I mean, I mean, like the Gurdwara, the way they're set up here is kind of whack. Because ideally, all Gurdwara are beholden to a Kaltak, then the Murada that comes down, and they have the final say kind of thing. But a lot of Gurdwara ignore a Kaltak depending on their politics. So it's this weird world we live in right now. Um, I think Bandar of the Week goes to the management at. The Gurdwara, and I'm sure you can always kind of throw this at any management, depending on what's happening. But I think they totally dropped the ball there. And honorable mention, NBA dunk off. Do you guys even yeah. watch the All Star game? I watched it. You don't watch the All Star game was good. The 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 dunk off, not so much. I'll admit, I watched the last probably five minutes of the All Star game. I watched zero of the skills competition, and I apparently I didn't miss anything good. I just heard people telling me that I made a good decision playing Halo that night. It was it was, it was one of the worst dunk offs I've ever seen. They each I th- yeah each guy missed three dunks before he even got close to getting it. Some guys didn't even make their dunk. But one guy tried to here... dunk dunk in Tim's, and you're like, oh, this might be cool, but he kept missing the dunk. Oh and it, look, it was you're just. Because when they put the highlights together, you got to remember you're only seeing the completed dunks. Yeah, yeah, they're you're not seeing the, the 45 attempts before, right? That's what I wanted to get to. We've seen dunk offs where they did the guy did 45 attempts. Birdman, remember yeah, that? We one? have, but 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 we it's never good. I, what I mean, like, the good ones. This one was by far one of the worst. Like we always and have that. The so sentiment we have, like, is shared by a lot of people. Like we have the good, the rare good ones, but then we have a, a years of like lull. And then we kind of get right. good again. And so, do you think they should change up the format? I mean, I think you just got to embrace that you're going to have lulls. You're not going to have the same insane. To be insane fair, I think they should year. drop the net like a foot and just let everybody at it. Nobody, nobody has a I... fucking good all star product, anyways. It's all they're all shit. Pro Bowl, shit. no. So there's no I think Pro Bowl by far the worst one. I disagree. This year, the NBA setup was pretty cool. They the the, the format was you're playing each quarter. So East versus West, so it's it's you Swear play for the quarter. Whoever, yeah. So whoever wins that quarter, um, your charity gets a hundred grand. And then the last quarter, uh, the final one, it's up to a score. There's no time. So you know they actually really did get serious at one point. Uh, Steph Curry lit it up, obviously, but so uh, it, was it, it, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. The first quarters of that game were boring as hell. The first two Which quarters, of, the first two quarters of the All Star game, yeah, 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 were really boring. I kind of t- and it, I know it happens all everyone where they don't play defense; they're just trying to get their rhythm, do some dunks. Like the dunks in the All Star game are usually better than the actual... baseball. Has, baseball yeah. has to be the worst. No home run derby. No home run, run derby is probably the best thing. That's probably the best product out of all the not major really? sports. I yeah. think home run derby. You don't, you don't think it's boring? Fun. It used to be fun, but I still find the home run derby fun. I think it's the best product out of all the major leagues. Like they, that one product is the best thing. And just the home run, just the one good. thing. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the baseball All Star game, the winning side gets uh, some type of advantage in the playoffs, right? Like if the ALS wins um, it versus the uh, no National League, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like they get home, the first home game is goes to the winner of the All Star game. Or that's how they decide it. Right. No idea. Like that. Probably. So I think that's pretty cool. I think they need to make. The all-star games mean a little bit more, but at the same time, it's supposed to be fun and it's supposed to be for the fans. And I think, I think maybe we've outgrown all-star games. 
All star games are for the kids. I mean, the the celebration at the at halftime was pretty cool. The seventy fifth uh, anniversary of the. Oh no players. no 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 no, dude! Why? It was kind of cool to see. It was by far one of the most boring. I feel like their music act, like, didn't confirm. In oh, time. DJ Khaled. DJ yeah, Khaled. like I, I feel like they failed on that music act that they're just like, look, let's just. Got a bunch DJ, of old DJ Khaled looked at Dr. Dre. He's like, I'm up here. I'm gonna just bring everybody I know. Everybody. <laughs> it was so bad. I was so like, this is one of the worst. Uh, Nobody talked about it. That's, that's case in point about how bad it was. And then the fact that they're doing my wife's like, are they really gonna go through all 75 big like forwards or like top it, it, literally, it literally took less than like what 10 minutes? It was the worst. I gave up. I was like, I'm watching a Come bunch on, of Jordan, old guys. Jordan at the end wasn't cool. That's an interesting thing hear? about Jordan. Is Jordan kind of like he flew. yeah the fact that he's did there? What do you do? He flew. He was at he was at Daytona like an hour. I don't know how how much earlier. Saw the Daytona 500. Got on a plane and just made it on time for that entrance. Really? Yeah, dude, that's a power move. <laughs> One thing I saw. This was the most. He didn't show Jordan. up for the picture. He didn't go up for the picture. That's like, so oh, fuck, sick. Fuck the picture. But he showed up. This is the most Jordan I've seen at an All Star game in a long time. And some people were saying that Jordan was affected by Kobe's funeral, mm. where no one was really, everyone's like, Kobe took the time to be with the young talent and stuff. I feel like Jordan wanted a bit of that. Is someone trying to turn off the light in your room? Yeah, everyone's that We're on video screen right now, you know. It's a magical hand. Yeah, right. I guess that's the cue, eh? Yeah, I guess that's the cue to end this. I guess, I guess we can't play anymore. Time to go uh, home, Playtime's over, Shindo. Playtime's <laughs> over. It is what it is. All right, boys. Any uh, right. closing remarks? I'm watching the live stream from Kiev. I've been watching gunshots this whole time or hearing gunshots. So uh, it's starting to become, it's what, dawn there right now. So let's see. Let's see what uh, Putin like has for the next day. Open. Well, let's hope it all gets resolved. Yeah. I hope this thing ends sooner than later, but I can't see an end inside. I think this is going to. Go one thing, one thing I just want to touch on, actually, isn't it fucking crazy watching war unfold on social media? Like it's Could so surreal, like, nuts. Oh, I mean, you're of... seeing it, but you're seeing it now too, right? Did you guys see that video of the guy who got ran over by a tank? That's that was insane. He moved, yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried crazy. to stop it, Tiananmen Square style. Yeah, we would have never, we would have never believed that until social media, right? So yeah. the power I mean, just uh, went out in uh, Kiev. The propaganda uh, that's coming out is crazy. I don't know if it's propaganda yeah. or it can be called propaganda, but we're seeing like all sides bolster like the best of the best in social media. So, hey. Well, well I was going to ask you one last thing though about the hacking. Are you impressed? Uh, not really. It's Yo, they sh they shut down all their government sites in like one switch. They shut down Ukraine's, yeah. Yeah, Ukraine's, yeah, it's crazy. I think... We underestimate or overestimate sometimes the level of hacking that happens and like control that these guys have, like especially states. Um, so we yeah, overestimated the security then. The we think we're cybersecurity safe, but obviously. I mean, you're always going to have state actors inside each major company with access to the data. So that's it's, scary, man. Like, there's people at Facebook who work for various governments who are able to pull up our information. Same with Twitter and. ISPs and just assume nothing's secure. <laughs> Great. So on that positive note, so we Craig, Craig's a spy. I'm letting you know right now. Craig's a spy. Yeah. So. Yeah. He looks like a spy. 
Fuck you, Craig. <laughs> Alright, boys. Till next All right, time. Alright, sounds good. All right, right, if you guys want to plug, make sure you guys sub to the YouTube channel if you're listening. You can suggest names. Wait, suggest we need a new name. If you, we should change our name, even if that's part of the conversation. Um, uh, I think we. I thought we agreed. Now you're putting yeah, it up just, for debate. No, no, I'm saying one of the choices is just like the Douglar. Right? He's just like the Douglar. Just flip flops all the time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, make a decision. Tells us privately. Let's change the name. He's worried about the. Uh, no, no. He's worried about the hard right uh, two listeners that we have and that they might leave us no, if uh, he changes the name. People telling me that they listen to the podcast here and there is great. Makes my day. I'm actually, I'm actually shocked. I'm shocked as well. One day yeah. people will know your face and they'll come to you too. Now they now they have a chance to see who you are, Doctor Rob. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just Rob. Rob's fine. I'll go with that. <laughs> All right, Doctor Rob. Whatever you say, Doctor Rob. Man got a fresh face for the freaking podcast. <laughs> you my man. Camera. My man, why are you hating? This is Couldn't who I get am. a proper camera, but got a fresh fade. All right. On that note, once again, the camera on your advice. I'm just gonna end every technical <laughs> difficulty. Peace, peace out, guys. Peace.